0: Yeah, that's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a, as much as I love him, Marcus Freeman's got to hold up his end of the deal edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps me as well. Notification button on. You and I both know why. That way you're alerted every time a new episode drops. You don't want to miss it. Twitter, search bar, always Irish Rat, always Irish Inc. Emails, always Irish, at gmail.com. Audio only, anywhere you want me, you can locate me. The calling lines, they've been popping, baby. This excites me. If we got these kind of phone lines popping on, mo- on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning shows, and a full bank of calls for four hours on a Saturday night show in May, what is this all gonna look like when we're in the season the night before and after Ohio State and all that? I'm excited. Anyways, 312-988-15. You tell Johnny all you've heard and seen, fighting Irish wire, booty doot-doot. Type them words in your computer box. Notre Dame informations come out. It's a beautiful thing. All right. So I get told that I don't push back on Freeman on anything. And and so it, it I went hard on Kelly and then and that was the knock on me. John, nothing Kelly does is good enough for you. All you are a complainer or whatever. When all I asked is that the guy actually tries hard. Like I didn't know that was going to offend people. That to ask that our head coach gets out of bed, gets on a private jet and goes and tries to recruit guys. Sorry, I know I have high expectations. I just didn't know that one was a, across uh was a bridge too far to ask Kelly to go recruit on a private jet. And he wouldn't. So I get told I was all ripping on Kelly. And now I I let Freeman have a free for all. So let me clarify some stuff. If you're one of those people that accuses me of that, you'll probably like this episode. So stay tuned. Here's where we're going to start. To me, The main thing of the Kelly era, heading into the Freeman era, the difference is this Freeman must, I expect, and expected, as in currently and before Freeman got the job, you know, say the day Kelly left and we didn't know, whatever it was. I expect Freeman to acquire handle, and develop talent differently than Brian Kelly did to get different results than Brian Kelly did, okay? So let me repeat that. Freeman asked to acquire, handle, and develop talent differently than Kelly did to get different results at Notre Dame. I think he is trying to do that. But it's taken a bit longer than anybody wanted to get it where he wants it to be and flip all the areas needed. And I think he found some more areas that need more work than even he wanted to admit when he first got the job. That's what I think. But the overarching point here, if you take nothing else out of this video, it, it's that. The understanding by all of us that the way Kelly did it wasn't good enough. and wasn't getting us over the up. The evidence is there. NFL top line NFL guys in the league, the cap that we couldn't win over because we get up matched up against teams with elite talent. Could all of that. The evidence is there. So if you take nothing outside of us, take that. Freeman has to acquire, handle, and develop talent differently than Kelly did here to get different results. So here's number one. Part of the deal of why I was comfortable with Freeman as that guy without experience was energy, a new message, a new way of delivering the message, Uh, like a personality facelift for Notre Dame football, a new vibe, a new energy, uh, just a new crisp way of selling the Notre Dame values and message system to players, fans, recruits, everybody. That was number one, that new energy. And that correlates with recruiting, having the energy on the recruiting trail, being energetic with the messaging, all of that. And Marcus Freeman has done a really good job of that. I cannot question that at all. He has the energy. I love his messaging. He's all over the place. It's exactly what I want. The energy does feel more modern. Beautiful. Here's where it gets tricky. Number two, elite recruiting was a part of the deal. That was a part of the deal. Uh, I was saying when he got the job, I, I will sacrifice some experience for immediate elite recruiting. Those were the conditions for me uh in which I was comfortable with Marcus Freeman having uh getting that job, earning that job. Now the vibe is what I want. That energy part's there. And as far as the recruiting, Make 2024 end at number five or six. And now we're cooking. Not now. Not August. Signing day night. End that 24 class number four, five, six, even seven. Now we're cooking in the territory I'm interested in. 2023 looked elite forever. Until it fell short of that at the worst time when it actually mattered the most. So you could say, and I hear it every day, Freeman didn't close on the top end of that class. You're right. He didn't. But there's a lot going on these days to battle outside of Freeman's control with the top end of that class. Let's just say that. And that is very, very tricky for me intellectually. Uh, people want to say, John, he either your guy, Freeman, either closed on those elite guys or he didn't. The reasons don't matter. I want to take a hardline stance and agree with that, but it does feel a bit unfair to Freeman to nail him when he's doing it legit by the rules of Notre Dame and the governance of Nil. and you know other people aren't and they're tampering and they're baiting with the bag. I I there's a lot of that going on outside Freeman's control. I don't know what I, what I what I could expect him to do when he's playing by different rules. So yeah, he either gets the elite guys or he doesn't. Like I get that. But like, he's not playing from the same rules as the other coaches are. And, and, and so how do you fairly judge Freeman for trying to do it all, all straight up and then getting burned by people we know that aren't? It's like, but it seems like a, a a baby move of me to go, but it's not fair because my favorite coach can't do pay for play. And that's really tough for me. I want to take that hard line stance, but we all have to acknowledge there's things going on here beyond Marcus's immediate control that influence players. And how do you navigate that? That's tough. So, I think Notre Dame's starting to get their NIL stuff together a little more. We'll get to that in more detail. So that's really, really tough because uh, you want to say he gets it or he doesn't. He gets them or he doesn't. But you also kind of have to acknowledge we're not playing with the same rules some of these teams are playing with. I don't know. So that's hard for me. It's not an excuse, but it's a reality. But I need him to succeed anyways in the midst of that reality of people playing by different rules. It's a very tough spot to be in. Recruiting elitely to Notre Dame's never been harder than it is this moment today as you're watching this video. It's never been harder. You got to deal with more crap than ever. So 24 class is sitting in i think number four now in the 247 composite stay there stay there i want to believe in all this and the elite recruiting and all that but you got to close a big time class and then have a big time year on the field so or rather you're going to have the big time year do while you're finishing building this class that's going to come first have a great on the field season but you got to close on this class. That 24 class cannot end up like 23 where you feel great about it up till it matters and then you don't. And then people are telling me that we're landed in Kelly land again. It can't be that. Freeman's building this his way. I respect that. Nobody's going to outwork him. I want to see what his roster looks like year three, year four. Um And, uh, you know, I I just, this is a very tricky one. You want to say he's got to close no matter what, but you also have to be intellectually honest. He's not playing with the full deck and the same rules these other people are. Uh, And so Notre Dame needs to get their NIL together, make sure the messaging's tight with the values and sell it the real, uh, the appropriate way as much as you can and all that uh brady quinn's working on the nil stuff we'll get into that uh and i think they might be set to turn a corner there um also it helps if you have an exceptional staff that can develop some of these guys better than a bk staff could for some areas of this team i believe you do have that going on and for others you kind of i don't know if you do uh, it, it's harder than ever to pitch Notre Dame for people that didn't grow up like me or you. Uh, it's just a hard sell to us. It makes perfect sense for for 40 uh, be, being in South, all of it. You got to realize for a lot of guys, they don't have that blind allegiance. Uh, it's harder than ever to pitch guys like that to Notre Dame strict academics, the undergrad transfers, dirty pay for play, you name it. It's just hard. Um, the point of all this again is to say freeman has to acquire handle and develop talent differently than kelly did to get different results i think he's doing it it's just taking a little longer than anybody wanted to flip this area and the recruiting last year had to be a tough realization for marcus uh thought he had it rolling thought he had it going great till that like the last 12 hours or whatever uh, you know, right at the end. I don't know how Notre Dame bridges that gap with all the shady stuff going on, but they're going to have to find a way. And I'm going to bring something up on the screen here to show you and illustrate what I, what I mean and exactly how graphic this is. Let me put this up for you. Take a look here. What I just put up was a tweet from uh, Pick 6 Previews. Most NFL first round picks last five years, Alabama 18, Georgia 12, Ohio State 11. By the way, uh, I'm going to save you the time. Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State alone have put over a quarter of the players in the first round that go in the first round in the league the last five years. Over a quarter of the guys that end up in the NFL in the first round come from those three schools. That is wild. Okay. Alabama 18, Georgia 12, Ohio State 11, Clemson 9, LSU 8, Michigan 7, Iowa 6, Florida 5, Oklahoma 5, Mississippi State 5, Oregon 4, TCU 4, USC 4, BC 3, Northwestern 3, Penn State 3, Washington 3. All right, um, uh, this is incredibly disturbing, you guys. This is incredibly disturbing. One thing that's disturbing is the disparity. Alabama 18, Georgia 12, Ohio State 11. That is big time talent. Clemson had their wave. This is the last five years. So they got their nine with with some of those guys uh, that were balling out on the championship teams. Uh, But when you look at this, Notre Dame can't compete like this. You're not getting top high-end talent. You're not winning championships. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And so you're going to understand Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. But when you're looking at Iowa with six, Mississippi State five, TCU four, BC three, Northwestern, Penn State, Washington, it's disgraceful to me that Notre Dame doesn't have as much or more first-round picks than those teams. Northwestern has three. BC has three. Like, this is a joke. And so you're looking at all those Brian Kelly years of talent. Not good enough. Not even close to being good enough. This isn't enough talent. Can't everybody see that? It has to change. I'm offended. Washington, Penn State, Northwestern, BC. BC. All have more first round picks than Notre Dame. Something's wrong. you are doing something wrong if that is your situation in your Notre Dame. now luckily we're 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 doing something different because that was the the air the Pete Kelly era, and you're seeing not enough raw talent at the top end to get things done and this tracks right with our elite game results when we play these teams we lose so i just want to highlight this it caught my eye and it's incredibly disturbing i i i just it can't be you can't expect to be notre dame and win playoff games when you don't have any first round talent you you can't expect it it's not magic football's not magic Get talented guys, develop them into NFL talents. It's it's very, very simple. And Notre Dame has done a bad job. Not a good enough job. It's like we have our guys here or there, and it's a tight end or alignment. We need much, much more. Regularly. Regularly. We need much, much more. You got to start putting skill guys in the league, not tight ends. Other skill guys. Like first round. Not you didn't get drafted. You could sign on as a free agent and come to camp. Top end guys. You don't win championships without some stars, folks. You don't win championships without some of these elite guys that are going first round in the league. Star quarterbacks, star receivers, defensive linemen that are killing people. That's what I need. So... This should be very, very informative for Notre Dame fans, and you should really, really not like it. This tells the tale of the Kelly tape. The talent wasn't good enough, either recruited and or developed to be what we need, which is first-round talent. This has to change, but I am deeply disturbed personally. Northwestern, Penn State, Washington, even back up college, putting more first-round picks in the draft than Notre Dame, that tells you our system was broken. It tells you somewhere along the line somebody wasn't doing something good enough. And that needs to change, or we're not getting over the up. I'm sorry, we're not. So I just wanted to highlight that to show you what that discrepancy looks like because we were nowhere even close to the galaxy we had to be in to make this work so i need freeman to do it different he is doing it different i acknowledge it's harder than ever to recruit at notre dame everybody's not playing with the same rules i need notre dame to fight through that land some of this talent um it's a tough spot to be but I need Freeman to hold up his end of this. I I was willing to sacrifice the experience for elite recruiting. Uh, but I gotta get it. Get that 24 class, four, five, six, seven-ish. Now we're cooking. I need it. I wanna see it. I want us to be it. Okay. Have a good afternoon.